This is my attempt at theme music. <laughs> you just sing anything first? Um. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what we're talking about on Viewing Party. <laughs> <laughs> I love the impromptu songs they are my favorite. I'm too cheap to hire a songwriter. <laughs> well, we, we put out that ad for them and then threatened them, so... <laughs> And I, I have had no one's responded, and I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't understand why, Wesley. I don't know. Maybe could be so many things. I don't know. Hey guys, that's Wesley. And that's Katie. And this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. And today we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, because it's Marathon May here at Viewing Party. It's Marathon May. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did that last week, but. It's because it, it's in the past. That was my Rafiki impression. Oh, nice. Um, I did a little hand motion with it for all you <laughs> non-viewers. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie is the whole reason we chose Marathon Bay. Oh, yeah. Our, to be here's a look superhero behind, month. A look behind the curtain. Because we love this movie. <laughs> so we knew Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 yes. was coming out this month, and we were like... Well, let's do a whole marathon of superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because we just really needed to see Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, here we, we just are. Yeah, we an excuse to watch it. Not that I wasn't going to see it anyway. I mean, I was going to see it twice. I have a story about that. Yes, tell You guys want to hear the story about how I ended up not seeing this movie twice? Yes. Okay, so I uh, was going to go on a date with uh, what I thought was a gentleman. Oh. To, get, to go see Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. And then, uh, and then he ghosted. And for those of you who are listening and don't know what ghosting is, Mom, um, <laughs> it's when somebody just disappears and stops contacting you out of the blue. Like, there's no, there's no goodbye. There's no, hey, this isn't working out. They just, like, are gone. And sometimes they're also gone from social media also. <laughs> like, so this person's... Seem to no longer exist. Yes. So I was uh, chatting with this person for a few days, and we were set to go to brunch and everything, and had talked about the movie. And then, uh, and then one day he stopped texting me, and then his dating profile had also been disabled. Oh. Um. So I was like, okay. So I put up on Facebook that somebody ghosted, and I was going to go see the movie anyways, and someone else could come with me. So I threw that out, and I had a we gained a lot of interest. So my friend was going to come with me, and then I got stood up by my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> to see the movie. I almost, I left early that day from work and almost was like, hey, let's go see it together. And then I was like, no, I'd rather take a nap. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my friend, like, put her heart and soul in getting there, but she was, um, there was an accident in front of her, and oh. she actually sat on the same half mile of road for, like, two hours. Oh, that's It awful. took her three hours to get home, and she, like, works yeah. so in it's Polaris quite, like, and, like, lives in Dublin or something. It's an understandable stand-up because it yeah. was out of her control. Yeah, and we were in total contact the whole yeah. time. Like, we were on the phone, like, well, let's talk now, I guess. Like, let's spend this time together Aww. while you're just sitting there. So my funny story is that I uh, I got ghosted on and then stood up for the same movie. <laughs> Fortunately, I made the impromptu decision to watch it the night before opening day with my family. Oh, nice. So I went, like, that Thursday night 
randomly and went with my siblings and my dad was like, let's just go see this movie at like nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, so thankfully I actually saw the movie. (laughs) Otherwise I would be listening to you talk about a movie. Yeah. (laughs) That would be no fun. I went and saw it like at the like noon showing because I wanted to not Um, be there with a bajillion people. Right. Like the night of. That's what I was going for. But at the Gateway, they do drink specials a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Baby Groot beer. Baby Groot beer float. (laughs) And I was so sad I didn't buy one, but that was genius. Good job, Gateway. This podcast is not brought to you by the Gateway Film Center, but someday. (laughs) Hold on. Let me just do a little positive visualization here. Uh, Someday. We will be sponsored by the Gateway Film Center. And uh, I think that's how that works. Uh, I'm going to... We just put it in the universe and see what happens. We're going to dream, declare, deliver that one. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Gateway, if you would like us to... Well, we're going to... Just would you sponsor us, please? That'd be awesome. I don't know what we can do for you except tell everybody to go because it's our favorite theater and it's the best. And they have a new art gallery too. Oh, yeah, they did. I didn't get to look at it too closely, but well, that didn't help us at all getting a sponsorship. Wesley, sorry. <laughs> I love their their they art really, gallery, so they're always really cool. They have a row of super comfy chairs you can sit in while you're getting stood up. True. So that's really nice. I appreciate that. I was admiring cool movie posters. They have the Last Jedi poster up, and it's pretty exciting. Both of the posters for this movie are great. Yes. The black and white one where they all look like a cool band. <laughs> and I liked looking at that with my eyes um, for various reasons. And then also the like super colorful, like retro-y one. Yeah. That, and you're wearing a Star Wars cool poster shirt yeah. right now, which I think is fun. Yep. Um, the posters are great, the ads are great, the trailers have been great for this movie. This movie is great. We can so, just talk about this movie. It's so good. It was really fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Tallulah, no! I mean, who are you? Matilda! <laughs> cat. Oh, Other fine. cat. Oh, okay, she's okay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I thought she was going to knock over stamps and stuff. She might, but whatever. It wouldn't be the most obnoxious thing she's done today. <laughs> <laughs> Like, try to bite me when I was reaching for my phone. Yeah, she's good at that. She doesn't understand why other people come to her house. You know how some cats will, like, run and hide when people come over? Yes. She started just being like, why are you here? Get out of my living room. She just, like, starts chasing ankles. (laughs) Just, like, meow at people weirdly. Whatever, cat. Who's who's Gamora's sister? What's her name? Nebula. Yeah, she's kind of like Nebula. (laughs) Just a little... Like Maybe that. not as vengeful. Yeah, I don't think she has, like, the strength of spirit of Nebula, who's, like, real all about a mission to kill her own father that I kind of don't blame her for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we could talk about that. Yeah. Or we could just talk about how great this movie was again. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Wesley? Um, about this movie and, and all of it's awesome. All of it's awesome. There's so much awesome. It's a movie oh. for the whole family, as long as you're over 17. What was it rated? PG-13. Oh, is it? I, was, <laughs> I couldn't remember. It didn't feel like there was too much, like, craziness in it. No, there was a good amount of everything. Yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. I have, I have so few, like, negative things to say about this movie. Yeah, I do too. So let's start with... Where do you want to start? There's so many things. Well, let's start, so at the very beginning... You, there's the battle that they're they're protecting the batteries on whatever planet they're on. Yeah, from the gooey 
spindly armed, big toothed, <laughs> like weird space oh, hole in the neck monster, Jonah's whale. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that thing, but I love that like the entire fight scene happens <laughs> in the background as we follow Baby Groot like dancing, and he's not even dancing that well, no. which is also cute. Like, and he's working I'm real hard. I'm pretty sure that this is like peak cuteness of Groot. Yes, like I don't think you can get any cuter than this Baby Groot. No. The, like, toddler Groot yeah. is really great. We got to see adorable. teenager Groot in the end credits. Did you watch all of the end I did. credit scenes? yeah. All, like, four of there them. There was, like, a bajillion of them. <laughs> I was like, how many... How many of these we going to do, guys? <sighs> they also, at this point in the Marvel Universe, they're referencing things that I've never heard of. So there's a lot of me, like, yeah. I don't know what this means, but it's exciting. Yeah. That's true. Um. So, yes, we, we're at peak, peak cuteness peak for Groot. cute baby Groot. So adorable. The second time that I saw the opening sequence <laughs> while I was waiting in the theater, um, I was able to actually like look at Groot as a as a like a character. Yeah. And I was like, he has a little bits of moss on his head and like a little leaf on his leg. And I was like, oh my god, there's so many details. I know. That when you're just watching the movie the first time, you're just trying to absorb it all. And the yeah. second time I was like watching yeah. for all these tiny little details on his little body. <laughs> Little twee body. Yeah. He's a, what, an infant sequoia? Yeah, infantile sequoia is what they call him in the very special David Hasselhoff song at the end. <laughs> Which I just thought was perfect. Wonderful. Super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it opens on Baby Groot. Do we even know the plot? I don't even know the plot. The plot? Let's see. Okay, so. So, so they're being hired out to do things across the universe, and then they end up ticking off the gold lady on that planet. Yeah, gold the golden girls. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what they're like the sovereign, is that yes, the name the of them? Sovereign. Yeah, the people with all the gold paint all over themselves. That looked perfect. It looked really cool, even though it was gold paint. But it was great. Because Rocket is ridiculous and still stole things even though he shouldn't. Bradley Cooper needs a timeout. <laughs> um that the Sovereign come after them to try and kill them because they've stolen stuff they weren't supposed to. And then the they, batteries. Yes. Then they crash onto some other planet in the middle of nowhere. And then, but they get saved at the last minute by um, Ego. Ego. Is it Patrick Wilson? Is that that guy's name? No. no. Oh, wait. No. 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 Wait. Wrong person. Wrong person. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. Oh, wait. It's Wilson. Kurt it's Russell. Kurt Russell. It's kind of like Wilson. Sure. <laughs> I have, dear Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson was in the last week's movie. Yeah. Uh, that we have. Yeah. He was in Watchmen. Man, that just. Well, I'm done here. You're like, well, that ruined it. Dear everything. Patrick Wilson, I'm so sorry I mixed you up with Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. What? Oh, God. Anyway. So, yeah. I'm fired. So, so Ego shows up and is like, hey, Star Lord, I'm your dad. And then... Who's your daddy? They go off to his planet, and a whole bunch of other things happen. And then there's still the fight going on between um, them and the Sovereign. Yeah, so they got, like, Guardians versus Sovereign, and Guardians versus Ego, and Ego versus the Omniverse. And And somehow the, like, the smuggler community... And the... Yeah, and the Ravagers. The Ravagers, the two factions of them. Now... I have a tendency to get 
the Guardians of the Galaxy plot lines confused with Firefly? They were, I thought that too, because yes. I was like, wow. There's some, <laughs> That's sim- some similar similarities. <laughs> similar wording there. But I guess the comic was around first, and so yeah. Firefly's, whatever, it's perfect. They're both perfect. It's fine. <laughs> They're it's both fine. perfect. It's fine. Yeah. Just like, I'm looking at Star-Lord, and I'm like, yeah, brown coats. Wait. Wait. <laughs> but that's funny. I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, they do. They are a little bit similar that way. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the gold people a okay. little bit, because the I... The golden girls. So they all fight remotely from their right? little pod things. Right? They're working from home. Yeah, but <laughs> did you notice that they... It literally sounded that like video like, games? Like an Atari. Like they were playing... And I was like, this is such a tiny little detail, but so funny that they're all in these, like, pods. It, it was almost like an arcade. I felt like yeah. this was a nod to, like, arcade games it totally and this being was. such an 80s theme. Especially story. when it got down to the one guy and they all gathered yeah. around and were like, you can do it, you can do it. And then he they're like, you suck, so, Phil. Whatever. Like, Phil. <laughs> it wasn't Phil. Probably Phil. I really thought that guy was going to come back as a main character, but he kind of yeah. didn't. Yeah. I was really like, I was like, ooh, this guy's going to, like, get some revenge or something. Yeah. I also liked how the leader, what was her name? I keep, it was, so, I kept wanting to call her Shakira, and I don't think that was it, but it was no, close. No, but it was, like, a, a Alyssa or something. <laughs> Aaliyah? I don't know. It was a name that, like, okay. I've heard before, but I wouldn't have, I didn't remember, obviously. Golden Girl. Yeah, I did love how she, <laughs> when she showed up at wherever Yondu and Sylvester Stallone's character were oh, hanging yeah, out. She, and they bring her, they have yeah, that, like... The carpet. The carpet. And I was like, is she the Snow Queen? Like, yes, She was like Narnia's she was. White Witch. That's what it I felt like. I kind of wanted her to be played by... Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, oh, but she yes. wasn't. I was kind of... Because they already used her in a Marvel movie universe. Wait, which one? She's in Doctor Strange. Oh, de- <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> We could talk about Doctor Strange all day, but yeah, let's we could. not because we don't have time for that. No. Man, why didn't we think? It's fine. You don't worry, guys. Next week's movie, you won't see coming. <laughs> no, you won't. We're going to blow the roof up. <laughs> popsicle stick. We're going to blow the roof off this popsicle stick. It's mad. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> there's, always, there's always money there. Um, God. There's like a space banana stand somewhere. <laughs> space banana stand. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Wait, anyway. One more one more banana comment. <laughs> okay. One time for the Tony Awards, my friends had a party and they made frozen banamiltons. Oh my And it was like Hamiltons with out of bananas on what? It was so amazing. <laughs> The most ridiculous. Like butterscotch petticoats and like this heads and chocolate. It was well, Butterscotch Petticoat is my new band name. I love yeah, that. So shout much. out to Brooke Wojo because she's amazing, and they saved me one. And by the time I got it, it was like kind of old and yucky, but but still, but I got it. <laughs> but I ate its face banana and then threw it away. A banana. <laughs> it was a fro. Yeah, frozen bananas. So, uh, so we got Guardians our Lin Manuel reference in. Back to the movie. Boom, Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> love you. I met your friends. I met. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. Bye. <laughs> so, we're Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> so, they were interesting because they had, like, tried to perfect every- themselves. Yes. I'm curious to see 
that was a reference that I was like, I know this is going to mean something to people who read the comics, but mm-hmm. not me, because I don't. When she announces that they're like, oh, is that a new birthing pod? And she's like, yes, I found the next level of perfect being, and his name is Adam. And I was like, that's going to be like, in a, some sequel, and I don't know who that is, but I'm sure. Adam Driver. <laughs> we're bringing in, it's dark, we're bringing in Star Wars. I don't. Kylo Ren coming in town. <laughs> the whole gang is here. We got Kirk. <laughs> we got Space Kirk. <laughs> Different Space Kirk. <laughs> Not Space Kirk as in the Enterprise. However, <laughs> Chris Pine is in Wonder... Oh, that's DC. Never mind. I'm done. Close. <laughs> that was really close. Close. So He's close. almost in all the universes. He's so That would be so weird if, like, Chris just Pine. Chris Pine was in all the universes. And then why Chris Pine? <laughs> But why him? Exactly. Get, like, like Channing Tatum in there or something. I was going to say, like, Ildra's Elba, but we'll go with Channing Tatum. Yeah! Let's bring him, you know what? Yeah! Channing yeah. 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 Tatum's kind of like the white Idris Elba. No. That was the stupidest thing. Oh, man. Okay, so here's my last comment about the Golden Girls, though. Okay. Let me circle all that. I have so many things to say about all the things they said. To circle it back, though... I think it's super, super interesting that this is a a group of people, a a culture that is so easily offended by outside people, and yet the way they speak to each other is, like, degrading and demeaning and insulting. Interesting. Did you pick up on that? That they're like you. That they were like you suck, Phil. <laughs> like they were always just like now down, I see. It. Like they yeah. were downing each other, and I yeah. was like, now ho- hold on though. The, like, I the thought moment, you were the like smartest quote unquote right people. The like the moment the pinnacle of your species. Yeah, that the moment anyone else has anything bad to say, they're all like, Bruh. which is of course also interesting because our main villain's name is Ego. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, whoa, guys, we're just taking this in all the directions. Yeah, the non-subtle directions. I was like, oh, we're just landing this real hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like this happened in another movie that someone's name was like, oh, obvious, like, I don't know, Inside Out, where they had joy <laughs> and sadness and anger and fear and disgust. Well, there are a lot of feelings in this movie, so Ooh. good job, Katie, with that segue. <laughs> I was like, I did it. Let's talk about feelings and the emotional intelligence of this movie. Yeah. There was a lot of discussion of emotion, which was really interesting. It got heavy. And I think I think it started with the addition of the character Mantis. Like yeah. she's kind of the like pinnacle of that because she's an empath, so she gets to like sense everyone's emotions and like helps like control their emotions a little bit. But I think that was kind of a vehicle to talk about emotion with every character. Yes. They opened that book up really yeah. nicely. Of like, yeah. Oh, an empath. Let's talk about our feelings. Let's all talk about feelings. <laughs> Let's all talk about feelings. This is Feelings Corner with Katie. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> feelings. feelings Corner. I love Thank it. You, Wesley. Thank you. Can I get a I'm just going to, hold on. I'm going to clap for myself. Oh. I did a song. I did a song that made sense. Uh, <laughs> so some of the feelings going on. So dad we had, issues. yeah, that was a big one. It was like father figures and dad issues. Because well, we can start with um, the two sisters and their father slash technically adopted father. 
Yeah, so that, okay, so we talked about adoption, we talked about human trafficking, we talked about cancer, we talked about... Siblings, fathers, um, lost family, like... Unspoken somethings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, holy smokes. So much. There were more feelings in this movie. I think we got to feel, I mean, and with the exception of maybe Groot, because he's can't articulate things to the audience. No, he just was punching stuff. Adorably. A little toddler Groot had, like, some <laughs> but, like, angst. I think we got, like, a different level of every character in this movie. Like, it really yes. rounded each of the characters out a little. Because yes. you got to see new things about each of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, okay, so what was your... Did you have, like, a favorite um, new thing to discover about a character? I think the sister relationship was really interesting between... Gamora and Nebula because they start out like just 100% hating each other. Like, yes. To like want to kill each other. Like ready to like enslave each other and yeah, call it a day. Exactly. And they come to a place where they actually like hug at some point. A kind of hug. It was a kind. It, it was, was as close as you they, they were going to get. In a yeah. nonviolent way. Yeah. <laughs> but like they really ended up seeing each other. From the other person's perspective. Yeah. In a way that, like, was, gave, let me see how to say this, like, in the previous movie, Nebula is very superficial seeming. Mm-hmm. She's just angry for the sake of being angry, and now yeah. you know why she's so upset. Yeah. And, like, you get a deeper understanding of, like, she just wanted companionship and didn't get that. Yeah. And she got the worst treatment in the world instead. Yeah. And then you got, like, Gamora's perspective, which was just, like, I was trying to stay alive. Yeah. Like, that's all I was trying to do was just, like, yeah. keep myself alive. Yeah. Under she the control just... of this guy. Yeah. Which, which was... all happened in their childhood. Ooh. Which, like, messes with you even more. Yeah, that family origin of stuff is real serious. <laughs> so there was their family origin stuff, and then we had um, uh, Peter's family origin stuff. I feel like that was my, well, I really connected with the sister stuff, having a sister Mm -hmm. who I used to like hate and fight with all the time. And now I like, I I love her so much. You do. She's my best friend. (laughs) And, um, but I, I really liked that Peter's relationship to his mother and his estranged father wasn't this like big over dramatic, over complicated thing, mm-hmm. and uh, spoiler alert: the moment, like he's super excited to finally have a father and to give him a chance. Yeah, and, but it wasn't some big sappy like my dad's back. He was just like, I'm just gonna see how this plays out. Yeah, and the moment that he found out that like his father was the reason he doesn't have a mother. Like it was a very, it was a very simple decision for him to be like, no, you killed my mom. And like, there was no, like he didn't struggle with it. Yeah. He wasn't like, how could you? He was just like, you killed my mother. No. Yeah. And like, I appreciated that they didn't like, I was like, we're on the, the way they were on the verge of like overdoing the, the like daddy thing. Mm -hmm. And I think they played it just right. Like, I mean, they played catch, uh, so yeah, like that was super like, sappy. And there was, but yeah, cute. And it, yeah, it, it was sappy but cute because it was like the thing that he always wanted. Yeah, and he was finally kind of getting what he wanted. Mm-hmm. 
And then, but I, I just so appreciated that there was no, like, how could you? And no feeling torn. It was like, no, you killed her. And that was the end of it. Like, yeah. the relationship was done. Yeah. There wasn't going to be a discussion about yeah. it. He was like, no. I think the, no. the part I really loved about that was where he finally started seeing Yondu for being the father figure. Yeah. And realizing, and we can talk about the child trafficking a little bit here, too. Like, realizing exactly how much he had done for him. Mm-hmm. That he didn't realize he had done for him. Yeah. And there was that line. This is, this is probably where I started crying in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I cried, I it would have been here. No, no. I totally did. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was too was sleepy. when he said, like, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Oh, and I was just like, yeah. oh. Right? Like, right? But it was so true because he was like. I mean, they hit on stuff like yeah. adoptive parents a little bit. Yeah. Or, I mean, or you could even look at it as like step parent mm-hmm. kind of thing because he was like given over in a, in a, in a sideways way. Like yeah. he sort of, sort of given custody. Yeah. In a sense. Well, yeah. Kind of took custody more. I mean, a little like weird kidnappy death. Yeah. Like but... less adoption, more kidnappy in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And... We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> But, like, yeah, it was just, it was so, I think it was really interesting. And something I appreciated was seeing, like, how much, like, it's a superhero movie where, like, multiple dudes cried over their emotions. Yes. And that was awesome. And it didn't look like weakness on <laughs> No, them. it wasn't weakness. It, it was, was, like, definitely a show he was, like, strength. thinking about his mom dying. He was thinking about, like, the dad that he, like, never appreciated. Like, yeah. Yandu was thinking like about the his son, son figure that, like, he decided to sacrifice for. Like, <sighs> there was a whole Jesus moment there, of course. A little bit. And I was like, oh, man. A little bit. But, I mean, it was just like, wow, we're covering all of this? Like, real In quick. a Marvel action film? <laughs> I know. With 80s overtones? It was like, what's happening? Like, in a movie where, like, five minutes ago, we're making a penis joke. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, like... and that was the other thing I was telling you earlier that I really appreciate about this is, like, there were, like, fight scenes where people were being killed, which are, like, just, you know, action movie fight scenes. There were, like, stupid poop jokes. <laughs> like, just, like, just low stupid. humor. That was great. Just, like, way low brow. And then... Drax is the best. <laughs> yeah. Then there was, like, a little bit of romance, but not a lot. And mm-hmm. then there was, like, super heavy, like, family. Like, you covered, like, such a gamut of stuff. It was all... But it didn't feel weird. Yeah. It didn't feel like they shoehorned things in. No. No, it really didn't. It felt like they covered it all. And they covered it all, I mean, as, as well as you can with, like, yeah. staying with, like, a fun, funny, exciting yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't going to go all, like, French film suddenly. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, God! <laughs> no. Like, but, like, <laughs> to have that range was really interesting. And to keep yeah. you entertained the entire time. Yes. And it didn't feel... I didn't feel like they were forcing a lot, necessarily. I always get a little weird about, like, when, like, dads show up. But it was, like kind of helicopter dad and it was also really it was super interesting I was clued off to like what the plot may look like the moment that he was like I searched the universe for you and I was like boy it took you long enough <laughs> like true, mm, true I was like that's a little sketchy I was like okay to just so literally show up and like descend and be like hello I am oh, your hey. father is a little bit like 
Deus Ex Machina, which is <laughs> quite literally what happens when yeah. the death, like the god and the machine shows up. I was like, were you really trying that hard, <laughs> Dad? Or were you like, oh shoot, my son's a celebrity? We've heard <laughs> of you. I should probably check in. Oh shoot! Like, yeah, I mean, it was super helicopter, Dad. Um, I was like, literally, but <laughs> kind of, kind of sort of more like egg spaceship egg pod dad egg pod dad (laughs) yeah oh also he has like a slave that helps him sleep and i want one (laughs) i mean that's nice but like (laughs) that's nice katie i was just also (laughs) thinking about like the fact that a his name is ego like okay yeah so we introduce like dad character and his name's ego and i was like well i know where this is going (laughs) like (laughs) oh great yeah Although, did you, it, the planet, so we already spoiled things, so, like, the whole, like, planet is a god that has an avatar kind of person. Yes. Thing. With a penis. Whatever. <laughs> did, you make, did you make a penis? Oh, Jax. <laughs> He's so like, straightforward. My father told me the story of impregnating my mother every winter solstice. <laughs> and it was beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, you humans have a lot of hang <laughs> I was, like, laughing. I was also watching this movie with my dad, and I was, like, cheering a little too hard and be like, yes, we do have hang-ups. Who knew? <laughs> oh, Where was great. I going with that? Oh, the, like, weird, creepy planet that's not just a planet. Yeah, the, yeah, the planet with a brain. Yeah. It, what? It, like, creepily reminded me of, I'm like, did you ever read, um... Probably not. The Life of Pi? No, Did but... Did you see movie? No, I didn't but <laughs> I watched the, um, that YouTube series you introduced me to, of like, the, the thug... Oh, Thug the, Notes. Thug Notes. Yes. I watched Thug Shout Notes. Shout out talk to about Thug it. Notes, because they are awesome. Shout all the way out. They are not sponsoring us, but you should definitely check them out and listen to this guy, like, recap literature. Go tell like, him on the mountain. <laughs> it's so great. It is so good. This guy... Yeah, it's Thug Notes. It's just really good. Get on YouTube. Look yeah, up Thug Notes. Yeah, just go look it up. You it's won't... fun. We'll, we'll, we'll link to one of them. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. Yeah, we'll link to... Maybe he talks about the... I don't know. Probably not. We'll link to the Life of Pi one, because yeah. I listened to it while doing the dishes, and I was like, oh, who knew? I didn't... Wow, I know so much more. Yeah. You did a really great job recapping it. <laughs> he so does like, a really good job. There's like... Like, I was an English major, and I've watched some of them and like, shoot, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> oh! Whoa. Dang it. I missed this. Thank you, Thug Notes. Thug but, um, anyway, so there's, there's a scene in the, there's a chapter in the book, I don't know if it's in the movie because I haven't seen it, where, um, so Pi is stuck in a boat with a tiger. It's a long story. Yes. Um. So they end up on this one little, this island that has this big tree in it, mm-hmm. and it's, like, got this, like, weird, creepy feeling, and, like, none of, like, none of the animals stay in the tree at night or something. Like, every animal on the island, like, goes and sleeps on the ground instead, and Pi's like, this is weird, and, like, he, I think he hangs, like, a hammock in the tree, and, like, it gets strange, but what happens is, like, the tree is a living, like, creature as in like a um a little bit like you know like a venus flytrap or like audrey 2 in um little shop of horrors and so what he discovers is there's like these pods on the tree that he thinks are fruit 
and he cuts one open, and it has, like, a human tooth in it. <clears throat> and what he has discovered is the tree will, like, come and, like, capture a creature and then, like, contain it and then, like, dissolve it. Oh. Inside, it, like, kind of eats it and then just leaves, like, these, like, weird deposits of, like, things that it can't dissolve. What does this have to do with pie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the pie? <laughs> So Pi gets off the island very fast once he figures this out. But it just kind of had that, like, weird, ominous, like, this yes. thing is not what it seems at all Yeah, feel. And that whole planet had that feel. Supposedly. So here's my, my, I caught a sight of your neighbor and I, oh. then I thought it was a friend in the shadows. And I was like, <laughs> Mark? I did Channing. Every time you're here, you think someone's outside. I'm like, I didn't know I knew someone here. <laughs> My one of my criticisms is that they did more telling than showing that was my experience. I do wish the the that, planet had been a little creepier. Like they talked about the planet being that way. I wish like I got there and I felt it had a little more of like the most dangerous game feel. Yeah. Because there weren't any other living things besides ego. True. And And I one hundred percent expected when Gamora was out in the field and those things were rustling. Yeah. And she like chopped them off. Yeah, I totally expected them to grow back quickly and to and like, be there again, go after her or something, or crazy. at least just like regenerate because mm-hmm. that would have shown this is weird. Like there's something weird going yeah. on. Yeah, that was my my criticism of the planet was we got there and they told us it was weird instead of showing us yeah. it was weird, which I was not interested in. Yeah, and I was like, well, thanks, but I was like, I'm gonna choose to believe you, but I have no reason to actually feel this way. Yeah. Um, other than just the fact that there were only two living things being shown. Yeah. Other than, like, some planets and some really cool bubbles. I need the yeah, recipe the bubbles for were that cool. bubble blow. Yeah. Hey, all you DIY moms who are listening to this, <laughs> give me the, what, you put cornstarch in it? What do I do? What, how do I, I gotta make cool bubbles? We can Google it. The end. Um, that was my <laughs> request. <laughs> <laughs> from our DIY fan base. <laughs> from our mommy blog base. I don't... <laughs> I don't think we have one. No. We're not mom, so... We might have some. Hey, mom. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was... I was like, oh... So yeah, the right, planet great. was weird. The planet was weird. Not weird enough. Yeah. Which... Weirdly. We spend weirdly a lot not of, weird enough. We spend a lot of time on other things, so I was like, I guess we had to sacrifice the weirdness of the planet for something, but... Yeah. I just... I didn't feel off put by it. However, I will say that once they landed, my sister looked at me and said, this looks like the kind of place that you would live. I was like, I know, right? And then they were like, oh, it's an evil planet! And I was like, thank <laughs> Great. Thanks for that. I did, I did appreciate the, like, weird North by Northwest homage that happened. And I was like, what? I was like, what just happened? Okay. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> oh, Gamora. Those two. Those sisters. Sister, sister. Nice. Did I have I told you about the time my dad tried to convince me that we were related to them? <laughs> no, so Tia and Tamara Mori is spelled exactly like Maori, which is my last Wait, name. I thought their last name was Maori. It's they pronounce it Mori. I don't whatever. But my dad tried to convince me we were related. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure we look nothing alike. Just saying. He's yeah. like, he I was like, you never know. I was like, I, I'm pretty sure we're not related to them, but could be. 
I don't look anything like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm related to him, so. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, I guess. But yeah, my dad tried to convince us we were related to the sister, sister, sisters. The sister, so. sister. <laughs> sisters. <laughs> <laughs> they had a reality show. They had while. a lot of shows. They had, like, I watched it. Disney original movies. They had. I loved them. I they were, them. They're cool. One of them has a cookbook out now and does neat things. I don't know. Probably. I should check up on my family, I guess. <laughs> Probably check up on your cousin, <laughs> on your fam. So speaking of family. Um, uh, speaking of family. There was some cool family stuff going on in this. I also thought it was interesting where they, there was almost a feeling of like betrayal when the people in the Guardians family were connecting with their blood relatives. Mm. And there was mm-hmm. almost like... There was one line where Gamora was like, he was like, hey, my dad, this is his family. And she's like, I thought you already had one. Yeah. And it was a little bit like, I thought we had come together as a ragtag family. And then yeah. like other family, like blood family, sort of, like not really, that. like shows up and messes it up. I hear this happens in The Fate of the Furious. Oh, probably. <laughs> when Vin Which Diesel also, also has Vin Diesel in it. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Vin. <laughs> oh, the Vinverse. <laughs> he does all kinds of crazy things. Um, but, yeah, it's that idea that someone who, you know, essentially, I just noticed that you had a Groot keychain. I do. <laughs> I do have a Groot keychain from my mom because my mom loves Marvel movies and makes us go see them for her birthday every year. Bummer. I know. <laughs> Bummer, mom. It's terrible. Um, this this idea that like so you, if the group of I mean it's a pretty classic storyline that the group of individuals who don't have like a family all come together yeah. like it's the breakfast clubby idea mm-hmm. that they could all come together and like form a connection and a bond that's stronger because they recognize that like. Life is not meant to be lived alone, and that yeah. connection it's is the important. chosen family. Yeah, it's the family that you actually get to choose. Unlike I don't know boogers. What is it? You can't pick your boogers. <laughs> you can you... pick. Hang on, I know oh. this. <laughs> you can. Nope, that's not the one. The only one I that I think you're referencing, but isn't quite right. You can't. Is you can pick your, your nose, boogers. and you can pick your friends, friends. but you can't, can't pick, pick your, your friend's nose. But that does not but work like... with picking your family. <laughs> So, so boogers and family are the same thing, is what I'm trying to say. That's the point I'm trying to make, is that booger, boogers, boogers equal, boogers are greater than or equal to family. Greater <laughs> than. <laughs> if you're five and you're picking your nose, boogers are better than family. That's so gross. If you're over five and picking your nose. This is a lot of like, math it's in whatever. this whatever. And metaphor. so, so Family. So you choose your family and you don't choose your boogers. <laughs> this got so weird. <laughs> this got so good. <laughs> We're about to win a, a, a Webby. <laughs> I don't know what awards are out there. That but... That is an award. So. Yes. Well, nominate me for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, but the, okay, so that idea, that concept of like, so you have the ragtag bunch and they've all chosen each other to be like a a, a mod podge of family. Yeah. <laughs> and um and then when real family shows up it's a matter 
of like does that distract from mm-hmm. the bonds that you already have or can you like expand like can your heart grow two sizes mm-hmm. and can everybody all accept it and so it brings up all the feelings of like am I jealous or am I feeling left out like yeah. am I acting because I'm afraid I'm going to lose someone like do I get replaced or is it just a matter of like a new addition um, so that stuff came up from Gamora specifically, mm-hmm. which was also really fun to see her have a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so Gamora is, has, is low on the self-awareness scale. <laughs> I think, I think she's aware, but doesn't want anyone to know, which is, cl- was clear in the scene where, um, Mantis was like feeling people to get their, their emotions. And she was like, if you touch me, I will kill you. <laughs> She's like, I know there's feelings in here. I don't want anyone to know what they are. And the Mantis is just so sad. You know, she's like, oh, I just wanted to hug. Um, so yeah, she's such I, a sweet character. Yeah. Mantis. Let's switch bases and talk about how great Mantis is and how she's not ugly. I know, but that's she's so cute. Drax which is like the greatest Drax. thing ever that Drax is okay, repulsed so what, by. <laughs> so what is Drax not repulsed by? He did say he liked women with more meat on their bones. Oh god. <laughs> Drax is this Apparently someone who looks more like him and he did say that he met his wife when they were at a dance and everyone was dancing and she wasn't and he loved that about her. And he like engulfed his groin or whatever. <laughs> Let's not go down great, that path. Just such a like a, It was so like it was um, so Drax. Yeah, direct. <laughs> so Drax reminds me of I, I kind of see him as being a really interesting play on like your quintessential like dude yeah. character of like your like strong tough man Whoa, cat. who are we cuddling? Do you like me today? What are you doing? <laughs> What's happening to me, no Matilda? Where are we taking this relationship? Um, but he's this really interesting play on sometimes he's like such a I mean, he can be super, like, chauvinistic mm-hmm. in a way that's, like, so blatant that you, like, you could never really take it seriously yeah. as a character. And yet sometimes he's also so sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and other times he's just, like, ridiculous, like, toilet humor. <laughs> yeah. And so he's got, I was like, I don't know exactly what they're trying to do with his character, but I like whatever it is they're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, it's interesting. Where whenever the, like really like the awful things that he says are just so obvious and the movie's so aware of it mm-hmm. that you're not like I can't believe they would say that it's like yeah. the movie is saying it's I can't bit... believe he would say that yeah it's like it's kind of like things get lost in translation with him or <laughs> yeah. he's just like you need someone pathetic like you and you're like you know he means that in a really like, like friendly like I way. love you like this is what you need in your life but you're like do you have to say it like, like that? Is really the way <laughs> like, that you Really? Let that come out. <laughs> and like his love of practical jokes. <laughs> that is a practical joke. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> oh my god. Um, like his moments of like, oh, I just realized something. <laughs> yeah. Like are really beautiful. I love his character. He's, he's really fun. He's a character that I never, because I never read the books. I never saw him coming. And how much I would like this character. Because yeah. in the trailers, I was like, I'm having... I and will for have... the first part of the movie, he's kind of thug. 
character. Yeah. Like, he plays the, like, the muscle. Yes. Like, he doesn't really have a character. Like, once you start to get to know him, but when they first start working with him, he's just like, I'm going to beat some people. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like about this movie is you get the, like, subtleties, but it's not like we peeled beating back, you over. We peeled back the onion a yeah. little bit. We, but it's not like... A few more spoonsfuls of the parfait. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not like, I feel like like in the Avengers, it was like, here's the Hulk and here's a sob story to go with him. Yes. And this was just like, no, this is a, pre- I want to say human being, but he's clearly an from alien some being. Be- being from somewhere <laughs> that like has a backstory, but like isn't defined 100% by his backstory, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he's not like, like he's we- attached to it without being stuck in it. Yes. Like, he's clear yeah. on a lot of things about his backstory, and yet he's not, like, living in that space yeah. presently. Yeah. Which I liked. And, like, I don't know that, well, maybe Gamora is a bit more than anyone else. But, I mean, it... So, going back to the idea of family mm-hmm. of, like, family of origin, mm-hmm. and, like, working through, like, memory mapping is... Yeah. Um, I mean, it can... Like, I've done it in, like, counseling myself when it's like, okay, so I have this hang-up or this belief or this issue, and mapping back, like, so where did that start in my childhood or what Mm -hmm. relationship caused this belief to appear? Um, And they kind of, like, dug into that in a little bit in this movie, which was really interesting. Very specifically, like, the notion and the idea that your relationships with your family are the formative relationships Mm -hmm. that like create how you, how you give and receive and act in any other relationship going forward, Mm -hmm. because those are your like primary relationships. And that even came up in Rocket, which is really interesting. doesn't have a family and he's like a lab rat. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Who is aware of it and like hates it. He still has that like, the lack of a family. Yes. And, like, I thought that was a really interesting connection. Like, him and Yondu had, oh like, my a God. connection. Because, like, he realized, like, something about himself. That he was like, oh, he does let other people into his life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I need to be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just really interesting that, like, we, we have, like raccoon backstory i know like, and we it's have moving raccoons, like whoa like, <laughs> like it's got really moving and deep and lovely between the two of them shouting at each other yeah it was really interesting it was just re- yeah there was they a lot of that well yeah because um the other thing that i liked about the other thing about yondu is like you think of him as kind of a bad guy yeah for a lot of the movie and then you're like oh wait like He's not. He, He's, like, he messed it up and his intentions were meant, were really good. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that, like, whole trafficking kind of right. story. So we also touched on human trafficking in addition to everything else we hit on yeah. in this movie. Who knew that was coming? Oh, didn't see it. No. I didn't know. I totally didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. So we see, like, we know from the previous movie that Yondu kidnapped um, Peter from Earth years ago yes and has had him basically on his ship uh, in a very like 
Dread Pirate Roberts kind of way. <laughs> yeah. like, good job, Wesley. Like, I'll most likely kill you in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like, I might eat you, so behave yourself. <laughs> um, I would also like to point out that I have an uncle who threatened to eat me as a kid. <laughs> he would, uh, regularly threaten to put the bite on me. Oh. Not just me, all of us. All well, of good, the but, I mean, it at least like, it was equal. Creepy. It, yes, it was... <laughs> It was equally, like, weird, and it was just his thing. He would just, like, yeah, he would just say, like, I'm gonna put the bite on you. <laughs> and it was, like, his way of, like, teasing or tickling. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was, like, his version yeah. of, like, I'm going to tickle you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is equally as horrifying to yeah. hear. And so we, like, so I'm in the movie theater, and he said, like, you threatened to eat me, and blah, blah, blah. And I looked at my brother, and I was like, oh, my God, it's our uncle. And he was like, I know. <laughs> I was, like, oh, man. <laughs> And it was, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Chris Pratt we know and love today. Yep. Thanks, Chris Pratt's adoptive father. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. One. Yeah. Blue so. Dead. <laughs> Blue Dead. Blue Dead. So, so the trafficking section. So we, then we see this weird meet up between him and whoever Sylvester Stallone plays which yeah, who knew who? he was coming up in this movie he, the expendables I, in space <laughs> a little bit space expendables yeah also was Yondu soliciting himself in that window or was he just I think he was partaking of things hanging around because it kind of looked like it was a little sketchy maybe he was in the I didn't really get Anyway. It. Whatever. So we find out that, like, Yondu has um, met, gone against the code. Of the and, Ravagers. Yeah. So he's kind of ostracized. Him and all his people have been ostracized from them yes. for whatever reason. And you can tell that, like, based on, like, facial expressions that, like, he doesn't, like, the, it's, it's weird because he's... He knows he's done wrong, but he seems to still stand for it, mm-hmm. and you don't know why at that point, and you don't find out until later right. he's exactly just... what happened in that situation. Right, because Sylvester Stallone just, oh, so what is I he doing here? I don't know what his so character's So he just, name like, is, but... accuses him of essentially, like, trafficking kids, and Yondu's like, he's like, yeah, I know it sucks, but he's still standing by it, and you're like, what I'm in like, the what world? What is happening? You're like, why are you? Not like, and yeah, so, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, so the spoiler alert version of this is um, we find out on the creepy planet that there is just a cavern full of bones that are all of Ego's children because he's just gone to basically every planet in the entire universe and impregnated something. He did the big nasty <laughs> and made some babies. And <laughs> is hoping to find one that has the same powers he does. To help him take over the universe because he's <laughs> ego and wants to take over the universe. Because I'm subtle, ego. subtle guys. Um, what '80s movie was he in that was super popular? I don't remember. Was it Dirty Dancing? Or? No. <laughs> See, Patrick Swayze. Yes, is who I actually meant to confuse him with, not Patrick Wilson. That makes more sense. Woo! But it's still not the same person, guys. I figured it out. <laughs> Kurt Russell was in those movies with Goldie Hawn, probably. Yes. Were they married? I don't Maybe know. that's. Anyway, Whatever. we'll go back to celebrity news later. <laughs> <laughs> Today on E! True Hollywood Story, Katie has no idea who anyone is from the 80s. Sorry. So, yeah, so Ego has basically what he did was he hired Yondu to go to each of these planets and pick up and kidnap his kid 
on each one and bring them back to him. But Yondu caught wind of what was actually happening was once he found out that they couldn't help him, he just murdered his children. So I want to know how. And that's my my like inner probably with that my like inner true crime watcher is like, hey, how did he do that? Yeah. So, (laughs) um, so Yondu got wind of that, and so after he picked up Peter, he was like, I'm not actually going to deliver him. Kind of like Moses in the basket. Oh, whoa, we got another space Moses. <laughs> so <laughs> many spa- space Moses. Bible story alert. <laughs> but, like, he was like, no, I'm not going to deliver him, like, because I don't want to hand him over to the bad guy, essentially. You looked at me, but I had a song oh, from Prince ahead. of Egypt again. Nice. In Spain. Okay. I was like, why are you super excited? Deliverous! <laughs> To the promised land. We're nice. done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it wasn't that good. Yeah. So, where was I going with... Um, he's all like, no, man, I ain't giving up this Yeah. Bay. So... <laughs> <laughs> His name's Chris Pratt, and I'm, uh, I'm in trouble deep, and I'm keeping my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, he kind of, like, decides to keep the kid on the ship and treat him a little bit like... A stable, like, not like a stable hand, but like, you know, like, the kid on the ship that does all the dirty work. stowaway. Kind yeah, of. kind of. But. The lackey. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, now I'm just losing my train of thought completely. But. But he keeps him and he kind of. He keeps him so that he doesn't get stuck. He doesn't get killed, obviously. Right. And once the, like, the rest of the Ravagers find that out about Yondu, they really appreciate what he's done. They're like, oh. He, he wasn't trying just, to save people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he wasn't. Well, I'm confused. Like, what did they think he was up to? Just like kidnapping kids and like, like taking them away? Or I don't know. Because it was exactly. probably kids who like totally disappeared from the universe, and then yeah, like it kind of looked like a weird like yeah. Or maybe they just saw that like he kidnapped this kid and kept him for so long, and that was part of the issue. Right. That they were like, "Are you kidding me, man?" Yeah. Like. <laughs> like what are up. you doing? Like, this is a mess. But and he was actually... later that he was saving him. Yeah, and, like, the best way that he knew how... Yeah. ...with being someone who's not fit to be a father and never necessarily wanted to be. Yeah. We um, did see a really interesting flashback of him, like, teaching Peter how to, like, shoot an arrow or something. I forget what. But, like, you see, there was a flashback of him with, like, a young kid when Peter was remembering a bunch of things that had happened in his past. Sure. I don't remember that moment. That's fine. I might have been looking at my phone. <laughs> or singing a song. <laughs> could be. But, like, you could see that, like, at some point... Yeah. Peter was remembering all the fatherly things he did for him. Yeah. When he realized what had actually happened in his life. Uh-oh. Stop. Cat. I... I, boy, I hope the mic picked that up. So <laughs> it looks like there's like a small bug on your cat, and I was Ooh, trying to help her out. She's sensitive. Be that way. I then I won't get your, I don't know, plausible flea. <laughs> Maybe not a flea. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, that was really, it was, to, to me, it talked a lot about how, um, so in the first movie, we got, like, we got a bunch of stories. Mm-hmm. And in the second movie, we got the other side of all of those stories. We did, yeah. And so 
because at first I was like, we're just really hanging on to all the same characters pretty tight here, aren't we? Mm -hmm. At first I was like, why are we bringing back all the other people instead of like creating a brand new adventure? Mm -hmm. But we really like needed to like get the whole story. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And like wrap it all up. And I think it, I mean, I think that it really talked a lot about how you can like like, your own version of every story is not the entire story. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, that's, like, your truth that's come out of that, that doesn't mean that it's the whole truth. Yeah. And so it's really important to, especially if we're, it was, like, a weirdly emotional, intelligent movie for it being was. a superhero it was. movie. But, and it was, that it was, like, what, oh, yeah, actually, so your experience isn't the whole experience, and it's not, like, absolute truth. There's always another yeah. portion of it. Yeah. And when you have all those, then you can see, like, the full picture. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. That, like, it looked like Yondu was, like, this horrible kidnapper. yeah. And in reality, he was really just trying to save this boy. Yeah. Is really all he was trying to do, because he had the bigger picture. Yeah. And, I mean, we never could have known that until all these other characters came in, and it became relevant Mm -hmm. that uh, Peter find out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, now I understand. And now he actually was able to get, like, closure around his father being a gone, gone and about, like, why his mother died. Mm-hmm. Like, all of those things actually, like, came to yeah. a conclusion for him. Yeah. So you can actually, like, move through and past it instead of, like, yeah. hanging on to it in the way that he has. Yeah. Um, I loved this movie. Yeah. We can, uh, we can touch on um, Sean Gunn. Yes, I do want to talk about him real quick So real quick, because there's this little side character that some of you may not know, but he's in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, so he plays, like, the town weirdo in Gilmore Girls and was on that show for so long. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. And then he just popped up as, like, a side character in... The first movie, Volume One, in sort of the same way that like those two pirates and Pirates of the Caribbean oh, like, yeah, yeah, have yeah. their own side story, sort of. Yeah, he just kind of shows up and like says things. And you're like, oh, that guy is in this movie, but he became a, like a whole <laughs> character in this movie. <laughs> I was really excited about it. It was really interesting. Super excited about it. Yeah, and then he also had sort of a like father son relationship with Yondu as his captain. Yeah. Which was really interesting. Yeah. So at the, um, after the space funeral, which was like <gasps> so like perfectly lovely and weird and space funeral. Had I cried during this movie, it would have been during that. It was really. <laughs> it was close. I was feeling it. Was it was really nice. Um, that he and Peter almost have like a brotherly moment. Yeah. Where they like exchange things between the two of them. Yeah. As, like, you should have this because I think Yondu would have wanted it. Yeah. And it was just really sweet. And like, then, like, weird stepbrother thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, like, somehow, like, now he's one of the guardians. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, right? wait, how what? did you go from side character to, like, now you're just one of the people on the ship? And you're just hanging out like, with the guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is going to be so interesting. It's very Space Kirk. Um, yeah, that's what we've been calling. <laughs> yeah, Space Kirk. So Kirk is his, the car- is Sean Gunn's name in Gilmore Girls, and he gets himself into these weird business ventures all of oh, the yeah. time. And I was like, oh my god, it's Space Kirk. He's just <laughs> in space, and he has like weird gold teeth and piercings and I stuff. Know, and I was like, really oh, it's him. He made it. So for all the for all my for 
for all the Gilmore girls out there. Oh, also the name of the town was Stars Hollow, which was me. So oh Stars my- Hollow guy <laughs> now hangs out with Star Lord. So here's that. It's really great. I'm glad he's finally finding success. I think that yeah, like Kirk had a really hard go of things, and nobody really understood him. And here what he an, is. What an interesting like. Very much like Chris Pratt, like move from two very different, very different like ventures into like you go from like funny sitcom sort of show to like I'm an action hero to action movie. (laughs) So (laughs) weird. What? Like I'm gonna lose fifty pounds and get hella cut, and then (laughs) I guess that's a word the kid do using. Mm, I'm gonna get super buff and lean. I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then be an action hero for a while. Just Yeah. That's what he's up to. But just like, I was just, it's, I just love seeing weird side characters become like movie characters. I know. It just makes me happy. I'm really happy about that. So any closing remarks? Um, I know we had tried to like find something we didn't like about this movie and had a hard time with it. Yeah. I think my only downside was I liked the movie the music cues better in the first movie yes I yes I am because I didn't really know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy when I saw the first one I thought it was a really weird soundtrack yeah I like had no context for it I was like this doesn't make a lot of sense um, and then through a lot of like exploring and discovery was like, this actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I love that it's, it's just like the soundtrack from this kid's Walkman. Yeah. Which was super great. So yes, the sound cues were better in the first one. Yeah. And there I were just, songs that I recognized a lot more. I think that's it is like, yeah, that like one Fleetwood Mac song was like cool, but right. like I just wanted more like hooked on a feeling moments. Right. And that didn't happen in this one as much. Because I kind of, like, I loved in the first movie, that first scene where he's, like, going in that cavern and, like, puts on his headphones yeah. and, like, dances. Yeah. And, like, that didn't quite happen as we much. We had Groot. Yeah. But it... Are all of them going to start with a dance sequence? Ooh, maybe. I hope it's the like, next dance one Dance off, bro. I mean, that did happen uh, in the first movie. There was a dance off. There was some dancing in this. There was a yeah. little bit of dancing. I just wish there had been more, like, a lot of these songs were, like, father and son playing over... And I was like... Yeah. That's cool, but, like, why can't we have, like, working at the car wash playing or something stupid? Right, like, something I wanted ridiculous. more, like, silly songs, I think. Silly songs with Larry. Yeah. With Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Silly Songs with Star-Lord. This is the part when Larry comes out to sing a silly song. Um... Yeah, I have a oh yeah, I have a review <laughs> that I won't read all of it, but it is called it is from IMDb and the person who uh, their username is until it doesn't matter all that much. Anti-alias 11. Okay. I was really trying real hard to pronounce it differently. Uh this is titled okay, I guess. Uh uh, this guy just had a lot of problems. Um, on the positive side, what we do get are some good moments with Nebula and Gamora, Yondu and Rocket, and of course Baby Groot steals the show. Not a good sign when your best character is a CGI creature with only one line of dialogue or 
Isn't that a great sign? I was going to say. the best character only like, has one thing to side say. Side note. Um, Baby Groot. There was this, I forget where I read this or saw this or something, but Chris Pratt was talking about how they were filming this movie mm-hmm. and they would just kind of, like every once in a while they'd just pause and be like, crap, like we're doing all this acting and we know that the scene is going to be stolen by Baby Groot. Like, <laughs> they would just be like, oh. Ugh, like we know he's like, going to just be better that, than all like, of us. We know that like everyone's going to be distracted by cute Baby Groot. And we were, because he's the most adorable. Because when cute he, Groot. When he crawled oh. up on Drax's shoulder to take a nap and I was just, oh, it was so adorable. I loved that all of the Ravagers were also like they were talking like, about they were how like, cute he is. But he's so adorable. Someone get him a costume so he looks like us. <laughs> They're like, we can't kill him. He's too cute. <laughs> it was so cute. They all had a heart. It kind of reminded me of um, Entangled when she goes to like the oh, tavern yeah, the and tower. she's like, I've got a dream. I've got a dream. And they're like, we all have dreams and love unicorns and want to bake things. <laughs> super cute. Which also reminded me of High School Musical when you find out that the skater dude really likes creme brulee. <laughs> I forgot that scene. So, but High School Musical is less than or equal to Guardians of the Galaxy. There are a lot of songs in both. <gasps> That's all I got. Well, I'm, well, I'm not going to sing... I've been listening to a lot of High School Musical oh. lately on the down low because um, it kind of pumps me up in the morning. Lately, like the past five days. Oh, that's funny. Um, so this person had anyway, a lot of yeah. so anti-aliens. Um, speak. Okay, so here's the part. Speaking of humor, I don't know. The first movie seemed to have this down better. It's like they were trying too hard this time around. The duct tape teen scene was genuinely funny, though. I'll give them that. Okay, it was scotch tape. It was funny, though. Also, this movie was hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing out loud the whole way through. Like, scream laughing. <laughs> like, people around me were telling me to be quiet. Because I was just, like, laughing. It was so funny. I love how Gamora always messes up references to Earth. Yeah. And he's like, are you talking about David Hasselhoff? And his talking car? And she's like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> that was my favorite line. Oh, so much. He was just like, you look like Mary Poppins. Is, she, is he cool? He's like, yes. <laughs> this is this is how anti-alias sums it all up. So is it a good movie? No. It's passable. As a movie, it's a passable movie, Wesley. I would believe this Gee. to be a movie. It passes for a film. <laughs> uh, a textbook example of a sequel. Something that will either be forgotten if the third installment is good, or it will be marked at the point when the franchise went downhill. Do I want to watch a sequel? Probably not. What would I totally watch? What I would totally watch is a spinoff featuring Stallone's Ravagers, though. <sighs> Space Expendables. <laughs> Like, of course this reviewer would watch something with Stallone in it, just because Stallone makes them feel like they're more of a man. <laughs> like, I relate to that person. Was, like, I feel more dude. The most uninteresting character in this entire movie. Right? Like, I have zero the gold things. lady had more personality. She was interesting to look at and to <laughs> talk to, at least. Like, <laughs> she... Stone is boring. Like, I was like, in, it was interesting. Like, he totally fits that part as mm-hmm. an actor, but I do no. not care about that spinoff. No. No. So how many Channing Tatums are we giving this movie? Mm, a lot. I'm gonna give it a good old 8.5. Nice. Channing Tatums. That's good. 
I don't right really now. have I'm a just number. Ready. Just pick a number. Do I, it. I don't know. Do it, Wes. <laughs> It's like the, the most be- weird arbitrary They're thing. waiting for you. Fine. 9.2. Whoa! I have no idea. I'm just picking numbers. You you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> arbitrary numbers are 9.2. Um, this was a really fun movie. It was super fun. I would see it multiple times. I wish I had seen it twice. Well, actually, I'm going to see it again on Tuesday. Oh, you Girl, still can. T- like, it's the first weekend, so... Oh my god, I wonder how much it grossed. I'm not going to worry about it. Let's find out real quick. Let me see if they said anything. <laughs> um, closing remarks on this movie sound like it's really great. Highly recommend it. Go see it. Don't bring kids under 13, please. Unless you want them saying weird stuff. Yeah, I mean... There was a fair amount of language. And I liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I mean, I feel like I've been to other movies and I've been like, ooh, so mm. this was fine. Yeah. That's not the app I wanted, but whatever. Um, it was great. They was dealt really with fun. a lot of cool, deep issues. It was hilarious the whole way through at the same time. They balanced those two things really well. And, um, yeah. And there were some great Pac-Man references, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one scene in Pac-Man like, was great. I'm going to make a giant Pac-Man <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> it's going to make some weird stuff. <laughs> It was so good. That was fun. Oh, man. We didn't talk... It's good. We didn't talk about how Chris Pratt discovered he was a god, but he discovered he was a god, everybody. And I buy it. (laughs) Chris Pratt's great, so I believe it. Did we find the number? No. It's all good. We'll put it It on... I'm sure it's a lot. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, Have anything else to say before we wrap up? I don't think so. This was a really fun movie. I liked it a lot. I'm so glad we did a whole marathon based I'm on it. I'm so glad too. <laughs> um, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, <laughs> you can contact us on Twitter or Instagram at viewingpartypod. You could also email us at viewingpartypod at gmail.com. Yes. We're also on on the interwebs. Ooh, let me Ooh. do a better job than last week. <laughs> if you want to subscribe which you do <laughs> pretty please you you do i'm a jedi now <laughs> um you definitely want to subscribe you could go you okay so you're gonna open up itunes mm-hmm. on your iphone and if you don't have an iphone i don't know what you're doing with your life um are you okay do you need help you're probably please contact fine. we please. should probably figure out how to get our podcast to please be also tweet you us uh, uh Oh, God. Uh, just viewing party. Just viewing party. Don't look. Don't let it lead you to anything else. It's not the. It's not anything else. It's just, just type in viewing party, and then you'll find us, and there'll be a cute picture of a cat and viewing party. Um, we're also f- now on Blueberry. So if you're yeah. using the cool new um, – bl- this is not brought to you by Blueberry, but it might be if you found a <laughs> streaming on there. Uh, Blueberry is a super cool local company that's a podcast hosting website that nice. gives you like stats and support and uh, lots of cool stuff. They're really exciting. I met cool. a girl who works there and she's awesome. Uh, we're friends on Facebook. Shoot with her name. <laughs> Hi, you're really nice. Um, <laughs> um, those are the those are the those are the main things. Yeah. Um, 
do we have a question that we want them to answer? Because sometimes we've actually been getting tweets from people, like Jeff. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Thanks for clarifying what kryptonite actually is oh, metaphorically, because yeah. that was really helpful. <laughs> Thank you so much. That actually made way more sense. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for that. I pre- he wrapped up kryptonite real nice for us. Put a little bow In on 140 it. characters, like we asked. Good job. <laughs> you did it. Um, this podcast is also not brought to you by Dairy Queen. And their Guardians of the Galaxy awesome mix Tying. blizzard <laughs> or Doritos Cool Ranch flavored with Drax on the bag. <laughs> There's really, they didn't do anything for Guardians of the Galaxy except put a little, put a little man on it. Yeah. Put a bird on it. Um, <laughs> the different flavors had different characters, but. One day, I'm going to do this well enough that people will want to advertise with us. <laughs> Um, so tune in next time when we watch something different and talk about something else. Yep. It will be superhero themed. It will be Marathon May. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! <laughs>